Uh, hello and welcome to the TNT Sports Show here on November 13th, 2021. On uh, today's show, we'll be discussing college basketball, college football, and NFL Week 10, is it? Yep. So, last night, there was, you know, a, a marquee matchup between Villanova and UCLA. Uh, UCLA. Uh, it it was a good game. I would say I didn't watch all of it because it was on very late on the East Coast, but it was a good game. Did you watch? Uh, yeah, I I watched uh, some of it. Uh, um, not all of it because, like you said, it was pretty late. But I think it was closer than what the score said. Um, eighty six seventy seven was the final score in favor of UCLA, but um. Yeah, it was really close the whole way through, really back and forth. And um, I guess that's what's going to happen when you have the when you have two top five teams playing. But I think in the end, UCLA is the better team. Yeah, I mean they got they have everyone back mm-hmm. from, uh, from last year when they made it to the final four, which is kind of out of the blue when they made it there. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, I, I think that this is definitely a team that we should continue to look look at mm-hmm. later in the season. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, I think uh, Johnny Juzang, who's debatab- debatably their best player, he was not very efficient yesterday. Nine for 24 from the field, one for eight from three. Um, he got 25 points, and um, he was slightly better in the second half. He was six for 13 in the second half and overtime with 13 points, but, um, so he was okay overall. Um, but he, he took a lot of shots, so he got a lot of points. Yeah. I mean, we, we saw, we saw Duke Kentucky a few days ago, but other than that, this was the first, you know, good back matchup. There have been a lot of not very good games, but this definitely yeah. lived up to its pedigree. Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like Villanova, they kind of just collapsed a little bit at the end of the game. They uh, had a 67-63 lead with two minutes and 13 seconds left. In those last two minutes and 13 seconds, they took two shots, missed them both, committed a foul, and turned the ball over. And that allowed UCLA to get back in the game. They tied it. Uh, Johnny, or excuse me, Jules Bernard hit a uh, game-tying shot with 32 seconds left in regulation. And then UCLA just dominated the overtime period. Yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the second half, if Villanova plays, you know, okay, like if they they don't even have to play very well, they just have to play all right. But they just played terribly the end of the second half. Yeah, Uh, just not smart basketball. So today, another top five matchup, Mm -hmm. again at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, yep. Texas and Gonzaga on ESPN two. I see Gonzaga winning this handily. They they look I, like I don't know. I mean, I Gonzaga's probably gonna win, but they're given an eighty two point six percent chance to win according to BPI. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like that's a little too much. Texas is the number five team in the country, and um, they've only played one game so far. So. I feel like they're kind of basing a lot of this off last year, which is which is fair. But I mean, Gonzaga has lost some players since last year for sure, and um, 
I think it's going to be closer than that. But, yeah, I, I still think Gonzaga's going to win this game. Yeah. I mean, I know I've already ranted to you about this, but I don't understand why they're starting these games so late. Like, I understand it's on the West Coast, but why don't you, I mean, it's Saturday. Why don't you have it be at, like, 8 or 9? I mean, it just seems like even, you know, adults, like, aren't going to watch all this game. It's, I don't know. Yeah, like, that's true. The game yesterday it went until, like, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's like, it just seems like bad marketing for me. Yeah, no, I'm... I guess it's probably just so the players are more comfortable. They're used to playing at a certain time. And um, 11.30 Eastern is 8.30 Pacific. And that's when they're used to playing, I guess. But, yeah, it just leads to not not many people watching the games, you'd think. And normally teams from the West Coast aren't really that competitive in uh, football and basketball, it seems like. Um, just the Pac-12 doesn't really produce that many good teams or hasn't recently. But um, now UCLA is definitely up there. And um, so, I don't know, just something to... Yeah, I mean, to, they, I they really kind of did come out of nowhere. Like, last season, they mm-hmm. were so good in March Madness. And this year, you know, they're maybe not the favorites to win the title, but they're certainly up there. Yeah. And, I mean, before... I, I like ASU in the Pac-12, so I follow the Pac-12 a bit. They were never very good, at least for the last, like, five years. It's just been, like, yeah. kind of a mediocre team. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, what, what are your expectations for Duke and Kentucky, as that was the earlier top ten game? Yeah, no, I, I think that those two, I think they're going to be pretty good. Kentucky didn't go down much in the rankings after that loss because Duke is a good team. But um, I don't know. I think Duke is going to have a lot to play for in uh, this season, being at Coach K's last year. And I don't know. K- Kentucky looked okay, I guess. But they only had two players get double-digit points. And um, – I feel like Duke kind of just outplayed them in that particular game. So I think they'll both be good this year. I expect them both to make the tournament easily. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like Duke was definitely the better team on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was actually able to watch it because it wasn't at 11 p.m. But now, if it's okay, can we move on to college football? Yeah, go ahead. So in the past, I don't know, two or three weeks, there haven't really been that great college football matchups, but that's very different this week. I mean, you have Oklahoma-Baylor at 12, uh, Purdue-Ohio State, which is probably not going to be super close. But I, I don't know. Happen. A lot of people are picking Purdue again as the uh, with the upset. Yeah, they were the last team to beat Ohio State in the Big Ten, I think. Yeah, yeah, I can believe that. Uh, Texas A&M, Ole Miss. Ole Miss has just come out. I mean, Ole Miss has had a bad football program the last couple of years, and then just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and then finally, NC State, Wake Forest. I mean, Wake Forest, they lost, but, like, still. Yeah. Uh, where did that come from, too? I mean, this has been a surprising season. Yeah. At least. So, um... 
with a couple game picks, who do you think is going to win those 11 o'clock uh, window games just starting off between Oklahoma and Baylor, maybe Mississippi State and Auburn? Um, Michigan Penn State is getting some talk. I, I don't think that's going to be very close, but uh, what are your opinions on those three games? Well, I don't know. I, I think I think Michigan will win. I think they'll win by maybe 10 points, but Penn State has been really disappointing. I mean, a month ago or so, they were a top five team, and mm. they've just plummeted. Or maybe not a month. Maybe it was a little bit more than a month. And then Auburn and Mississippi State have both been very up and down. I still think Auburn's going to win, but, I mean, I watched the Auburn-Texas A&M game last week. Auburn did not look very good. So I, I still expect them to win, but I think it's going to be very close. And then Oklahoma-Baylor, I have to go with Oklahoma. Yeah. They are a very good team. Would you say that they have, they're now, they're now a better team now that Caleb Williams is the QB instead of Spencer Rattler? Uh, I, I'm glad you asked that because the, this has been one of the crazier stories of this season on college football because you have Rattler coming in, maybe not the Heisman favorite, but he was definitely, one of definitely top five yeah. in the Heisman race. And then he comes out and just doesn't really play very well, gets benched, and the backup's done well. So, yeah, I think I, I, I think they are a better team now. I mean, they're a top ten team. I feel like the rankings have been kind of unfair to them. I think they should be higher than number eight. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I just feel like, I feel like the committee just hasn't been impressed by the way that Oklahoma has won a lot of their games. Um, I think the Texas game was probably has been the high point of their season. That was a, I watched most of that game. That was a really good game for them. Um, a huge comeback and Texas is a good team. Um, but they barely beat Tulane in week one. Uh, they beat them by five points. They beat Nebraska by about nine or about actually it might have been seven points. And they played some other close games also. So I feel like that's kind of why they're not a top five team right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And Nebraska's played everyone tough. I mean, they played Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, Oklahoma, all tough. So. I don't know. I, I see your point, but I just feel like if you're an undefeated team in a major conference, you should be higher than number eight. That That's just, that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's, that's a fair point. I think, I mean, they're one of four undefeated teams left in division one, um, being them, Georgia, uh, UTSA and, uh, Oh, Cincinnati, of course. Um, they got a win last night as well. Um, yeah. So, now moving on. So, Georgia, Tennessee. I'm obviously picking Georgia 100%. I expect them to win by uh, three touchdowns. But I'll, some people have said Tennessee. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's kind of ridiculous. I don't think Tennessee is going to score a touchdown this game. Um, Georgia's defense is kind of kind of just suffocates the opponents, and Tennessee is barely above five hundred. So I don't really understand with all the where all the talk about this being a close game is coming from. 
I mean, yeah, they're five and four. I've know I know they've played a tough schedule, but when it comes to playing ranked teams, besides their win against Kentucky last week, they've got blown out by all the ranked teams they've played, really. And so, I don't know. I I don't think this game is going to be particularly close. I my guess, twenty seven to six. Yeah, I I agree. I I think it'll probably be twenty. Yeah, 28-7 or something like that. I don't think it's going to be close. And then Minnesota-Iowa. So Iowa's still ranked, but they're a team that, you know, same thing with Penn State. It was like two, three v 4 or something, whatever, a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Penn State-Iowa, and now they're both really falling. Do you see Minnesota getting the upset here? I... I... I don't know. I mean, this is just such a huge game. Right now, there are four teams tied at the top in the Big Ten West. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Purdue, and Iowa. They're all 4-2 and two in the conference. Um, so, I mean, the, the loser of this game is going to be out of contention. But Minnesota controls their own destiny here. They play Iowa this week. They play Wisconsin last week of the season. And between that, a pretty they play a pretty bad Indiana team. So I like Minnesota in this game from the games I've watched. They looked really good. I know they lost to Illinois last week, but I, I think that they're going to shake off the rust from that game. Come back today and beat Iowa. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I, Iowa are going to win. I mean, sometimes this season they've looked incredible. I mean, just really, really good. I mean, I, I think their defense is very, very good. So I think their defense is really going to carry them. I expect it, I mean, maybe a touchdown, maybe 21-14, Iowa. Yeah, I, I mean, both teams have really good defenses, I feel like. And, I mean, obviously those two losses that Minnesota has has had against Bowling Green and Illinois – they're just like looking back at them. They're like, you, you just say, how do you beat these good teams and then lose to teams like that? And those are games that you can't lose if you're going to be a contending team. So I think it's not out of the question for Minnesota to finish nine and three and win the big 10 West. But um, if they're going to win a good bowl game, they're going to have to figure out how to, how to just like play well the entire game. Yeah, moving on to another big ben t- Big Ten ma- matchup. What do you think with Ohio State-Purdue? Again, some people have said Purdue. Uh, I think this is going to be close. The line is OSU negative 20.5. I think it's going to be much closer than that. I think it may be 10, a 10-point 10 game or so, but I think Ohio State will still win. I don't know. I mean, I watched the Ohio State game last week. Nebraska did not play well at all, and Ohio State still only beat them by nine points. So I think Purdue, they're really, really hot right now, and they have a lot to play for, as is Ohio State, of course, but because they're right in that uh, college football playoff contention. But I, I think Purdue is going to win this game. I know, it's, I know it's at Ohio State, but Purdue – They've had so many upsets in recent years, one of them being against this Ohio State team a couple of years ago. And I think they, they don't have a 
Sorry, I think we cut out. Did I cut out? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Okay, sorry, continue with your thought. Uh, I, I was just saying, I think Purdue, they, they've had a lot of upsets in recent years, and one of them was against this Ohio State team a couple years ago, and they're, they're playing really well right now, and I think they're going to win this game 28-24 maybe. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I just feel I, Ohio State's offense is really, really good, and, you know, their defense is fine. I, I, I just feel like the Ohio State offense is going to be too much. I mean, they have Stroud, who maybe hasn't been incredible, but he's been good this season. Uh, they, you know, they have Henderson as the running back. Trayvon Henderson, he's also been good this season. I don't know, Chris Olave as well. I, I mean, I feel like this team is just too... Too good. I think they're just a little bit too good. I know they're eight and one. I know uh, they didn't play too great against Nebraska, but Purdue have three losses, including two in the conference. I don't. I don't know. They they lost to Wisconsin by twenty seven points. I I don't see them pulling it off. Okay, we'll just wait and see. Yeah. Um, next, and on seven on ESPN, Texas A&M, Ole Miss. I already talked about Ole Miss. Uh, who do you see winning it? Uh, I like Texas A&M here. I, I, they've been playing well recently, and I think they have a pretty solid team. I know I've given them flack in the past for always playing well, and then they lose to Alabama and their season's over. But this year, they completely reversed that trend. They beat Alabama. That's the Crimson Tide's only loss this year. And they've been playing real well since then. So I, I think AM wins this game fairly close, maybe 31-20. I think it's going to be very close. But I, I think you really have two different teams where Ole Miss's offense is very, very good. And their defense is very, very bad. Whereas Texas A&M, it's more like leveled out. Like they have a very, very good defense. So that Texas A&M defense against the Ole Miss offense, I think that's it's gonna be the big, big battle. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm also gonna go with Texas A&M. I think they're better. I mean, beating Alabama is obviously not easy. So I, I think it's gonna be. I actually, I think it's going to be more of a a close game, maybe. Uh, I actually, I don't know, 28-21 or closer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I think Texas A&M has a really good rushing attack as well. Um, they have Isaiah Speller. He's excellent. He's had four games of 100 hundred plus yards and they also have Devin Kane. I don't exactly know how to pronounce his last name but he's also had a couple 100 yard games so I, I just think that they have a good good rushing attack their quarterback Zach 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 Calzada he's been pretty good this season as well and um, 
Yeah, I mean, they haven't lost since the Alabama game on October 9th, so they're playing really well. Yeah, no, they, they have. They definitely have. And then um, NC State Wake Forest. This is, you know, I remember telling you, oh, apparently NC State are supposed to be really good this year. They've been okay, I guess. Uh, but Wake Forest, they've just been very surprising. Uh, this game is at 7.30, only on ACC Network. It's not, wasn't billed to be a huge game. Who do you see winning? I think NC State wins this game, kind of not as close as people are expecting it to be. Um, Wake Forest has had a cupcake schedule so far. They haven't played a single ranked team up until this game against NC State. And um, they've played teams like Duke, Army, Syracuse, Virginia, Norfolk State, Old Dominion, Florida State, and Virginia. And then the loss in North Carolina last week. So they really haven't played anyone good. NC State, they haven't really played anyone that good. And this is just because the ACC is a really bad um, division, this conference this season. Um, I mean, they played Clemson when they were ranked number nine, and they beat them in two overtimes. But um, I don't know. I I think I think NC State's going to win this game. I mean, Fairly close, I guess. Maybe like 35-24. I, I think it's going to be very, very close. I think maybe uh, 35 Uh, I, I don't, 35-28, I'd say. Um, Wake Forest winning, I'm sorry. I knew you were going to pick NC State because you have connections there, and they've been good this season. And I guess it's true, but I think strength of schedule, maybe NC State have a slight edge, but they've both played bad teams. And NC State has two losses, I mean, NC State lost to Miami, which is, I don't know, not a great loss. They also lost to Mississippi State by two touchdowns. I don't know. I think it's going to be a close game, but I expect Wake Forest to win by a little bit. Yeah. So, any other games you were looking to spotlight? Uh, not really. We, we covered several, and I think that today's going to be a good day of college football with the first game starting in just over an hour, 11 Central, 12 Eastern. Yeah, yeah I mean, not to repeat what I already said, but finally, because past few weeks, it's been a lot of bad matchups. Yeah. So now moving on to the NFL. Uh, do you want to do predictions? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so, um, I guess we'll start off with Browns at the Patriots, 1 p.m. on CBS. Right now, the Patriots are favored. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Who's your pick? I, I am not really sure why the Patriots are favored in this game. I mean, I know that it's in Foxborough. Which is an which is an advantage, but I don't know. I just think Cleveland just has a better team overall. Baker Mayfield has been okay, but 
And I know Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are out, but Dearness Johnson played very well against Denver on Thursday night uh, a few weeks ago. And I think he's, I think he could be a starting running back for many teams. Obviously for this team, he's a third string, but I think he's, he's very good and he's pretty, and I think he's going to have a, a good day. I know um, Odo Beckham has left the team, but they still have other weapons um, on the in the wide receiving core. They have Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, I know Jarvis Landry has had some injuries this year. Do you know if he's playing this week? I do not. I mean, I don't think it'll be a huge factor. Yeah. I mean, I think the Browns are going to win. I think it's going to be a very close game, probably uh, by a field goal or so. But this Browns rush defense is incredible. Uh, they they still have Miles Garrett. Um, I, I think this defense is actually very, very good. Very yeah. aggressive defense. So, I mean, you got a rookie quarterback. Uh, they're not going to be able to run the ball. Uh, I, I don't think that's that's a very good sign for New England because they're still pretty reliant on their run game. And I think Cleveland will just shut that down. So I think the Browns win by a field goal. I think it's going to be a good game just because, you know, Chubb, who's been one of the best running backs in the league, and Hunt, who's uh, Kareem Hunt, and has just been very good in terms of receiving. Mm-hmm. So... I, I think that makes it a very close game, but I don't know. I, I'd rather have the Chiefs, I mean, the Browns defense than the Patriots offense or the Patriots defense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And it is kind of amazing to think about. I don't, to me, it doesn't really seem like the Patriots have played very well this year, but yet they're half a game back in their division of the Buffalo Bills. Bills are five and three, they're five and four. And then the other two teams, the Dolphins and the Jets, one wouldn't really think that they'd be in contention down the stretch either. So, I mean, the Patriots, with a couple wins, they can still win this division. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, but I I think it's close enough that it's possible. Yeah. Uh, Falcons-Cowboys also at one. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to be very close, but... The Falcons have actually looked pretty, pretty decent this season. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Um, Cordero Patterson has came out of nowhere, and he's just, he's just a Swiss Army knife for them. He catches a ton of passes. He's very good rushing. He, he gets a lot of yards, and he's now taken the starting job from Mike Davis at running back, which is, I think that's good. I think Mike Davis you is hate Mike very Davis. overrated. And um, Matt Ryan's been okay, I guess. Um, their defense hasn't been that good. And now uh, Calvin Ridley probably will not be returning for a while. Maybe not this season at all. No one really knows yet. But I, I think this is going to be a close game. Um, I watched the entire Dallas game last week, and they didn't look very good. I, I know the Broncos, they are an underrated team, and they play very well. But on the flip side, the Cowboys did not play well at all. I mean, they just couldn't get anything going offensively. They scored two cheap touchdowns at, at the end of the game to make it look like it was kind of close. But, I mean, the Broncos had a 30 to nothing lead on them at one point. Yeah. And so 
when Prescott was bad, Elliott barely got the ball at all. And I, I think I think a good recipe for success for Dallas is I think they need to get more touches for uh, Tony Pollard. When when I see him run the ball, he just I don't know. He has really good field vision. I feel like, and um, he gets a lot of yards per carry. So I, I kind of like to see him get the ball more for Dallas. And I think if that happens, then they, they just kind of have a better chance for winning. I don't, I think they're too quick to abandon the run game in some of these games, but I still think Dallas is going to win this game. 34, 31. Well, I mean, yeah, we always talk about the Atlanta sports curse, you know, they haven't, their teams have been bad, but like, you know, the Braves just won the World Series. Georgia are great. And, you know, the Falcons are improving. But I still don't think this is going to be close. I think probably a 10-point Cowboys win. They definitely have something to prove. I mean, they just lost to the Broncos, who have been maybe the most inconsistent team in football this season. Uh, I mean, this Falcons defense is just horrible. I mean, it's really, really bad. So I think the Cowboys win... I don't know, maybe 30, 20 or so. I I mean, I think the Falcons are okay, but their defense is just too bad for them to win against very good teams. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I don't think that they're going to win this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to Saints-Titans at one. I think this, this is going to be... Uh, a good game. Who who do you have? I don't know. The Saints, I know they beat the Buccaneers a couple weeks ago, and that was an impressive win. But I think the Titans, they kind of, I think they proved, I think they showed something on Sunday night against the Rams. People, people were saying, oh, okay, Derrick Henry's gone. They're only going to win a couple games for the rest of the year. And to be honest, I was kind of in that pack as well. But, but they looked really good on Sunday. Their defense was excellent. Um, a couple of interceptions off Matt Stafford. And um, I think that they're going to win this one by a couple touchdowns, actually. Uh, I know they couldn't get much going in the run game. But I think Tannehill, I think he's going to have a chance in the second half of the season to show if he is truly a good quarterback because everyone's no one really knows about him because he just hands the ball off to Derrick Henry most of the time. So I think this will be kind of a follow-up, another statement win for the Titans that they can still win without Henry. I say they win 24-10. Well, I think the Titans are going to win. I think it's going to be 24-21. I don't know. I think the the Saints have a very, very good defense. Uh, but then again, I mean, so did the Titans. They sacked Stafford five times on Sunday Night Football. I mean, that that was a great win. They they looked dominant the entire time. So, I mean, they're coming up against Trevor Simeon, obviously not a great quarterback, but I think it'll still be a very close game just because the Titans aren't a very strong offensive team without Henry. Yeah. So now Jaguars, Colts. <laughs> At one, uh, this is easy for me, but I don't know. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, I like the Jaguars in this game. Maybe. Oh my. Maybe thirty twenty four. 
I, I guess. Uh, they beat the Bills last week, and um, James Robinson is back this week. He's an underrated player, obviously. And um, so I think that they'll have much more of a rushing attack this week. And then their uh, wide receiving core isn't great, um, but I, I think that's, that's also a little bit underrated with uh, LaVisca Chanel and Marvin Jones and um, – oh, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the kick returner that they have. Oh, Jamal Agnew. Um, so their their team isn't great, but their defense played really well last week. And uh, this Colts team is okay, I guess. They're four and five. Um, and I know it's in Indianapolis, but I think the Jaguars follow up their win last week with another one here. Okay, I remember – a few weeks ago when you said the Jets were going to beat the Colts on Thursday Night Football and the Colts won by, like, 20 points. No. no they won by two touchdowns. Okay, whatever. And the Jets had, like, a 30-point comeback. Colts are winning. That was a fluke. The Jaguars-Bills game was a fluke. I mean, the Jaguars are one of the worst teams in football. I mean, the first, whatever, I don't even know, five weeks of the season, they looked very bad. They couldn't win. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has been great. I think he can single-handedly win this game for the Colts. Uh, I think the Colts win by two touchdowns. I think it's not going to be close. I, the Jaguars are a bad team. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't I uh, don't really like the Jaguars quarterback very much. Um, maybe he can do what he usually does and complete some passes to the other team, but. Um, I, I still think that they can overcome that. Uh, I think James Robinson is going to carry this team. I, he's not as good as Jonathan Taylor, I would say. Um, he, he hasn't had much as much uh, opportunities as of, as of late because he's been dealing with a heel injury. But when he plays, he's very good. He's had about a – I think he's had a 148-yard game at one point this season. So I think it's going to be uh, – Close game. Uh, so moving on to Bills Jets. Uh, uh, who, if you pick the Jets, um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, the Bills did lose last week, like we just talked <laughs> talked about. But I, I don't really think the Jets are very good. Um, I mean, they're okay i mean probably worse than okay um there michael carter's had a good year for them and running back but besides that there isn't really much much good that the team has um so i think the bills win this one they're kind of mad about last week i feel like i mean as they should be that was a pretty terrible loss and um so i say they win this one 44 13 yeah, I think the Bills are going to win. Uh, their pass defense is really, really, really good. Uh, I, I mean, the Jets are going to start their backup that is also hurt. So, Why aren't they starting Flacco? Because Flacco's not a good quarterback. I don't really know. I mean, who are they starting now? He's got to be better than whoever that is. Mike White. He's He's hurt, though. His right forearm is injured, but they're starting. Yeah, I, I know he's injured, but he's starting? Yeah, well, I think so. I mean, it's only Saturday. But 
I think the Bills win by two touchdowns. I don't think it's going to be a gigantic win just because, I don't know, the Bills have looked kind of up and down this season. But I mean, I the Jets did beat the Titans. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah. I think they win handily, but not uh, incredibly. So, Steelers, Lions. Uh, it's clear for me, but who do you think will win? Um, I'm going to say the Steelers win this game. Um, the Lions have not yet won a game. They're only. And um, it seems to be getting worse for them. They opened up the season playing a lot of close games. And now their games are not very close. They got blew out by the Bengals. They got blew out by the Eagles last week, a lot of, or two weeks ago. A lot of people thought that that was going to be the week that the Lions got their first win, but they lost 44 to six. So that did not happen. And the Steelers, they didn't look very good against the Bears on Monday night, in my opinion, but I still think that they can beat the Detroit Lions. I'd say probably 21 10. Yeah, no, I, I I completely agree. I think it's going to be a 10-point Steelers win. I mean, this Steelers team is, yeah, this Steelers defense is incredible. It's really, really, really good. And, you know, TJ Watt has been very, very good. 11 and a half sacks already this season. So, I think maybe, I don't know, 17-7. I think this Lions uh, offense is just going to get walloped. Yeah. So, Bucks versus Washington. Um, this is clear for me again. Sorry for these bad games this week, but... Yeah. I can't control. Yeah, no, I think the Buccaneers win this one easy. Um, Brady is back. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I said back, but... I guess just because they had a bye last week and he didn't play particularly well against New Orleans. But anyway, um, Washington has a very, very bad pass defense, worst in the league. And um, the Buccaneers have so many weapons in the passing game. I, Antonio Brown is not going to play, but they still have Chris Godwin. They still have Mike Evans. And um, yeah, so I think, and then if they need to, they have Leonard Fournette. So I don't, this one's going to be a blowout. I say 31 nothing Buccaneers. Wow. Uh I mean, uh, yeah, the the Washington defense it's just been I mean their pass defense has been one of the worst in football. Uh, they've allowed the six most passing yards in the league, which I mean last season their defense was very very good. Yeah. So, I mean it was always going to be defense or bust for Washington. So, I mean Brady's been Brady this year. Second in passing yards, first in passing touchdowns. Uh, Brown is out. Gronkowski's out. Uh, Godwin's questionable, but I so I think I don't think Godwin's gonna play. So I think the Bucks only win thirty-one twenty-one. Uh, but I still think it'll it won't be very close. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, that's fair. Sorry. Um, so Vikings Chargers at four. Uh, I'm gonna go with the upset. Go with the Vikings. 
I feel like the Chargers are one of the most overrated teams. I mean, they're five and three, but I feel like the experts still always say, oh, look at this great Chargers team because, you know, they love Justin Herbert so much. He's so great. Uh, I mean, their rushing defense is abysmal. It's so bad. Uh, mix that with Dalvin Cook. Uh, that's not a good combination. I, I think it's going to be close. I think may uh I don't know, a field goal between these teams. Yeah. But, I mean, the Chargers are so overrated. It's it's crazy. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think the Vikings are going to win this one maybe 24-21. And I was looking at this ESPN article that was uh, pre- predicting what every team would finish. And um, in the AFC West, currently all four teams have five wins. Chargers and Raiders are five and three. Broncos and Chiefs are five and four. They predicted the Raiders, Chiefs, and Broncos to all finish nine and eight, and then the Chargers to finish twelve and five. Which I, I mean, I don't know. That's just that's just ridiculous. They barely beat the Eagles last week, and the Eagles are not a good team. And yeah, like you said, they have a very bad rush, uh, rush defense. Sorry, and they, I know they have some good offensive players in um, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, etc. But I still think that the Vikings, their losses have been really close, and they've had a couple of good wins as well. So, yeah, I, I think that they'll win this one. I think Delvin Cook is going to have a big day. Yeah. Uh, so now Cardinals, Panthers. Uh, I think the Cardinals are going to win by probably 10 points, whether Cam Newton or um, uh, P.J. Walker starts. Darnold has been really bad this year. Really not good. Uh, the Cardinals' offense is the best in the league. I think we're the best team in the league. Uh, James Conner was great last week. They beat San Francisco without their starting quarterback and their best wide receiver. Cardinals went by 10, I think. Yeah, I mean... I think it's debatable that the Cardinals have the best offense in the league. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, they are 8-1, but – and I think that they're going to win this game. I think that you're kind of giving these bad teams too close of a – too close of games. Um, I don't think that 10 points is – I think it's going to be more than that, probably 34-20, maybe 34-14. But, yeah, I mean – P.J. Walker's going to be starting this game. He's, I mean, I don't think he can be much worse than um, Darnold. Uh, Darnold, yeah, but I don't know. Um, I don't really like the Panthers very much. I know they started off 3-0, and but I, I still think that the Cardinals win this game easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Darnold, it's like the first three weeks, everyone was like, oh, man, he was only bad because the Jets were bad. I'm sorry, but he just is not a good quarterback. He's just not a good quarterback. Obviously, the Jets were a dysfunctional team, but that doesn't change the fact that he's just not a franchise QB. Yeah, that's true. So now, Eagles, Broncos. Who do you think will win that? Um, I think the Broncos win this one. It's at home. Um. They have a really good fan base, so I think that that's going to have some impact. And they have a lot of momentum coming off that win against Dallas, I feel like. And 
I, their offense isn't that good, and their defense is, I'd say, still above average, even without Von Miller. Um, so I don't really like the Eagles that much. I like Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, but I don't really like the Eagles as a team. So I think the Broncos win this one 17-13. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be 24-21. I mean, they finally won a game against a good team. Uh, I think they're very confident after, you know, beating the Cowboys, who I, think, I still think people are overrating them, but they obviously were a very good team. Uh, they beat them by a lot, too. So, I mean, the Eagles' defense, especially rush defense, is terrible. So, hopefully, Javante Williams gets a lot of touches. Yeah. Plays well again. Yeah, no, I think that the Broncos' two running backs are also underrated in Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. They both did really well against Dallas, and I think that that's just a good recipe for success. I think if they run the ball, then they then they can be competitive in games. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Uh, so we have Seahawks, Packers. Russell Wilson will be back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's unclear. Uh, who do you think will win? Um, I like the Seahawks in this game, actually. Um, I, I know I'm kind of picking the upset here, but I think that their team is actually not that bad. I mean, Geno Smith is really bad, but Wilson's back. Um, they have Metcalf and Lockett. They, Chris Carson has been injured for a long time, and that really hurts their rushing game, I know. And I know their defense is terrible, but... Um, if the Packers, I think it really does depend on who the starting QB is because Jordan Love is absolutely awful. I mean, I know it was only one game, but he looked so bad. He made probably two good passes all game, and all the rest were either slightly off or way off. And Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I really don't like Jordan Love. Rodgers is a bit of a different story, but um, even if he does play, I feel like he might get off to a little bit of a slow start, um, and I think the Seahawks can take advantage I know it's in Green Bay, but I like the Seahawks here. 24-20. Well, I think 28-21 Packers. Uh, I think Wilson will be rusty. I'm not saying he's going to play badly, but uh, I don't know. He's been out for, what, two or three weeks, I think. If Rodgers plays, I I think they're just going to crush the defense. I mean... It's a bad defense. It's been a bad defense for a long time. Uh, I mean, you still have Aaron Jones. You still have A.J. Dillon. Still A.J. Dillon De- has been really good. Still Devontae Adams, who, you know, he, has, he actually hasn't been very, that good this season, but we know what he can do. I don't know. I feel like the Seahawks just haven't really lived up to expectations this season. Uh, Metcalf and Lockett. Uh, they can be very, very good, but they can also be anonymous. I, I think the Packers win by touchdown. I think it's going to be a close game just because I think both quarterbacks will be pretty rusty, but I think the Packers will win. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. So on Sunday Night Football, I think this is the best game of the week. Uh Chiefs versus Raiders. The Chiefs are favored in this game. 
uh, who you're going with. I think I'm going to go with Las Vegas in this game. Um, it's in the black hole uh, at the Raiders' new stadium. And I know they haven't been playing well recently, but, I mean, that's kind of what they do. They beat good teams, sometimes beat mediocre teams, and then lose to bad teams. And the Chiefs are, I'd say, a mediocre team. I know that's kind of controversial, but just you can't look at what they've done this season and say, okay, that's a top five team. That's a top 10 team because Patrick Mahomes has just, I mean, he's thrown 10 interceptions. I mean, not all of them has been his fault, but still they just continue to not blow teams out and play close games. And I think Josh Jacobs is good. I think Darren Waller is good. Um, And Derek Carr, he's okay, I guess, but I, I still think the Raiders win this one on Sunday night. Twenty-eight twenty. Uh, yeah, I I agree. Uh, I think the Raiders will win by a field goal, probably. I think it's still going to be close. I actually don't think the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this has just been a horrible season. I mean, so inconsistent. I mean, going from winning the AFC to 500, I mean, I, I don't know. I always felt that this team, even when they were doing really well, I, you know, I've, I've not supported them, but I picked them for the Super Bowl. I was wrong about that. Uh, I've kind of picked them in the playoffs. But even then, you, one had to recognize this defense was hanging on a thread that if, you know, their big names didn't start playing well, it was going to get torn apart. Uh, Same thing with the offense. I mean, they always didn't have much depth, but it it never mattered. But Mahomes has just been, I, I think his style of just trying to throw as much as possible, trying to thread the needle, trying to create open plays when they're not open plays. That's why he's been throwing so many picks. Yeah, he should just throw it away. He doesn't throw it away. He refuses to throw the ball away. I mean, when defenses have two high safeties, just kind of swarming around there, he can't do anything because he, either his throws are over the top to Hill or crossing routes to Kelsey. That's their entire offense. Um, Max Crosby has been great this season. He'll be in Mahomes' face. Raiders by a field goal. Yeah, no, you you make some good points there. And the deep shots haven't really seemed to have been there this season with Tyreek Hill. They they just haven't really had the connection that they have. And Hill's had a lot of a lot more dropped passes than usual. Yeah. Uh, on Monday night, I think this will also be a good game. Uh, Rams 49ers. The 49ers have been disappointing this season. Uh, I, I th- well, I'll, I'll let you speak first. Uh, I don't know. I think the 49ers are a better team than the than their record shows. I agree with that. And um, Elijah Mitchell has had a good year at running back. George Kittle's back at tight end. He had a big a big week last week. I believe he's still questionable, but I think he will play in this game from what I've heard about it. And um, Debo Samuels had an amazing year. They really need to get Brandon Ayuk going. Um, he's the second year player from Arizona State. He, he was just amazing his rookie season. And then this year, he just hasn't done anything. 
I mean, he's getting more targets as the season has gone on. He got um, seven in week eight and eight last week against Arizona. And he actually had six catches for 89 yards last week. So that's a good sign for him. But yeah, he, but still, I don't know. The Rams have a good team. Yeah. I like the Rams 21-17. Yeah, I I think the Rams will win 21-14, I think, by a touchdown. I I think they're definitely the better team. Like, they're definitely more deep. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the 49ers this season, this seems like a stupid thing to say, but this season really has not been that far removed from the season that they made the, the Super Bowl. Like, it's mostly the same guys. It's the same kind of offense. Just it hasn't been clicking. Yeah. And I, I don't actually think Garoppolo's been that bad. I think people don't like Garoppolo because he's a system quarterback and people want quarterbacks to be like Patrick Mahomes and doing no-look 60-yard bombs. I, he, he hasn't been, like, incredible, but he's been okay. I don't know. I feel like if you look at this 49ers offense, you just don't see much. Kittle's good, but I think he's going to be forced into just doing a lot of blocking. I think he's just going to be forced to try to block now that Von Miller's coming. Is he going to play this week? I think he is. I think he is. I think he is. So I think, I mean, Debo Samuel's been good this season. Yeah, he has. Uh, but... No, he's not going to beat Jalen Ramsey. I mean, he, I wouldn't say he's uh, an elite wide receiver. So, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the Rams looked really bad against the Titans. So, I, I, I still think it'll be close game. But the 49ers, they just, their philosophy has just not worked. I mean, they were never a star-studded team. I, I think that these are two teams, at least in my opinion. Two teams in the same division from the same state, both trying to do the same thing with completely opposite philosophies. I mean, the Rams basically want to be the, you know, Nets 2.0, whatever. They want to be a super team. They've gotten so many people trying to be that super team. Von Miller, OBJ, Stafford, Ramsey, that was a few years back, but etc etc uh and the 49ers is the opposite i mean they they run the ball as much as possible they don't have many stars they i mean if their defense was healthy it'd be really good uh i mean obviously it's paid off more for the rams but i just think that's an interesting perspective because these two teams just like opposite philosophies in terms of how to win Yeah. So, I thought the Ravens were going to win by a touchdown against the Dolphins, and they lost by 12 points. What were your thoughts on this game? I mean, you're Tua hater number one, but he, he he was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like most of this game was the... Uh, Ravens being bad and not necessarily the Dolphins being good. Um, they had some players to do well, but Mike Gesicki had seven targets, no catches. 
Miles Gaskin was not very good at all. He, excuse me, he had 14 rushes for 31 yards and one catch for 14 yards, which isn't that good. Not a, not good at all for your starting running back. But the Ravens, on the first drive, they just kind of they just ran the ball right down the field with Devontae Freeman, and they got into field goal range. Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker kicks the field goal, and it's not really much after that. I mean, I think they got a touchdown and a field goal besides that. But I mean, Tucker actually missed the field goal on the next possession, which is very rare for him. And then I don't know. The Ravens just couldn't couldn't make the most of their opportunities. Yeah. I mean again, I don't I don't know. I don't really know how good this Ravens team is, but again, this is another team. It's not as um extreme as the Chargers, but this is another team where I feel like the media just really wants them to do well. I mean, the media loves Lamar Jackson to the end of time. I I still think this is a good team, but I feel like a lot of people were like these are Super Bowl favorites. They're a very good team. I, I I just still say they have never been able to get it done in the playoffs. They're incredibly one-dimensional. I don't know. I mean, it's easy for me to say that after they just lost to a bad team, and I did think they were going to win this game. But I, I don't know. I feel like Jackson's never never been a very good thrower of the ball. Um, they don't really have good wide receivers at all. Their defense has been so up and down this. I mean, one week they're incredible, the next week they're terrible. So, I, I don't know. It's it's tough to predict these kind of things, but I still think that the Ravens are overrated. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I think just to wrap up, unless you have anything else to say about the NFL, just wrap up with, you know, NBA, a few things on the NBA. (coughs) Sorry. (coughs) Man. So we last did the show about a little over a week ago, right? Yeah, probably about then. Uh, So the Suns have now moved to second in the West, two and a half behind the Warriors, who've been so good. I mean, Curry's just been out of his mind. 11 and one. Yeah. He now has the most three-point... <coughs> oh, sorry. Three-pointers made in NBA history. Yeah. I mean, what what a player. What a player. Yeah, no, that's that's true. And I'm also since we last talked, the Heat have lost three in a row, and they're now number six in the East. Um, I still think that they're they're fine. Still a long ways to go, seventy games left. But yeah, Golden State they've won seven straight games, eight and one at home. Yeah, I mean it's they've just been so impressive this year. Yeah, and then. The Wizards, eight and three, top of the East. Mm-hmm. I think this is a fluke, but still, what what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I know you've always been a fan of Bradley Beal. And yeah, I'm I'm sure he's playing well. I haven't really been following the Wizards, but I mean, 
if they're doing well, it's probably because of Bradley Beal. And they also have, um, do, do you know if uh, Joel Ayayi is playing? Uh, I don't think so. No, yeah, he hasn't. He's played one game, but hasn't started. Only got four minutes, but first year from Gonzaga. And uh, yeah, I mean, looking at this team, it's it's not it's not that good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I you're right. It, I think it is kind of a fluke, but I mean, it's it's good for them that they started the season off so well. You know who's looked really like legitimately really bad. The Pelicans, the Bucks. They're eleven. They're six and seven. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, what what is going on? Yeah, I mean, I know that you really like Giannis, and you don't really want to hear anything bad about him, but I feel like that they need to uh, do a little better, or uh, that Giannis needs to do a little better um, for them to. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's getting 26 points a game. Middleton's getting 20 points per game. But besides that, there just isn't really much. Yeah. Too true. I I, I don't know. I, it's very early in the season. But also, how about the Cavs? Yeah. Eight and five, too. I don't know. There have been a few, you know, unexpected teams. Like the Warriors going eleven and one. Don't really know if anyone expected that, but you think Curry's the MVP favorite? Uh probably. I mean I think the Warriors have a good chance of winning it all this year, and I think if that happens then Curry will get it. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I don't, I actually don't know. I think it's likely Curry will win, but I mean, you can't forget Jimmy Butler. <laughs> uh, Jokic, obviously. Durant. Still Giannis, I suppose. Embiid. John Morant. That guy, I watched the Suns-Grizzlies game. He might be the most athletic, like, smaller player I've ever seen in my life. I mean, his dunks are just crazy. I, I sound like him. I sound like ESPN or whatever. I, I don't think he's, like, incredible. But it seems like he was in college not that long ago, and he looks like right in place in the NBA. Yeah. Yes, true. Well, that's about it for the show, unless you have anything to add. Not really. Enjoy the college football games today. Yeah. Some good ones. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in.